0: Hi what's up y'all it's Will with Schedule Fly and I got Scott Maitland on the phone long time friend long time customer always one of the first few people we go to for just thoughts advice opinions creativity he's uh he's got Top of the Hill Restaurant and Brewery in Chapel Hill North Carolina uh and also uh Topo Distillery and uh scott and i've you know we've, we've talked a lot of times you've, you've heard scott on the podcast he's been in the video series he's been on the um he's been in the in the first book uh and he's got a whole lot going on and before we started recording right now he was just talking about how he's now uh making hand ta- hand sanitizer at his distillery so uh that's not something you ever thought you'd be doing was it <laughs>
1: <laughs> local organic Locally sourced organic hand sanitizer. Organic
0: hand sanitizer. sanitizer. <laughs> wow, wow. Um, when did y'all? Okay, when did y'all start doing that? And were there regulatory issues with that? Or I mean, just how'd that go That's down? Right. It, um, it literally
1: was not legal for a distillery to do this until what's the Monday. So you know, ten days ago. Um, and even as it is, it's still sort of in a gray area. The FDA, um, announced a sample memo that said that they would not go after distillers that were making hand sanitizer. Um, and so we took that as a green light to start doing it. There were some people that did it before that. Um, you know, um, which I was like, well, it's just against the law, and and I, technically I guess it's not any less against the law, but the FDA did have this memo that's unofficial saying they wouldn't, um, you know, prosecute folks that did it. But frankly, the the ethical and urgent need, especially among first responders, uh, got to the point where I was like, screw it. I mean, you know, come at me, FDA, if if uh, you know I'm doing some kind of bad thing so so in any event we started making this stuff in earnest eight days ago um, and we've distributed now I want to say 175 gallons of hand sanitizer maybe 200 gallons of hand sanitizer to first responders and then we have found um, you know willing paying customers uh, in like trucking companies um, and then like other restaurant tours. So, I'm, um, you know, the, the, head of the local group of Jersey Mike's in this area, uh, was, you know, good friend of, of mine. My he coached my son and why basketball and all that, you know, they just bought a bunch of hand sanitizer for their operations. Um, and, uh, you know, so we're looking at getting into a contract with UPS and FedEx and Uh, talking to Dollar General. I mean, so, you know, it is an interesting thing is that, that, you know, folks in our industry, whether it's the restaurant industry for curbside or pickup, uh, you know, we're still on the front line, as are all the retail clerks that I feel a lot of affinity for, because I feel like we're kind of in the same boat. Um, And so there's a lot of people, quote unquote, on the front line that, that don't have much protection and the ability to to uh, provide this stuff for them is great. And, and then obviously, you know, trying to get it to the real, you know, the, the, the police, the fire, the ambulance drivers um, to help prevent the pandemic from spreading. Um, and then, you know, it's great that, that I want to provide this to like the dollar generals of the world, but you know, obviously they can pay. So that works out and allows us to give stuff free. So it's been a little hectic, completely creating a new business model from scratch. Uh, on the fly while selling stuff, but we feel like it's getting under control.
0: Dang, man. How do you make it?
1: Well, so, you know, normally hand sanitizer is going to be made from isopropyl alcohol, which is a byproduct of of refining petroleum. Um, But that's why, you know, rubbing alcohol is so cheap uh, because they're cranking it out just like any other petroleum chemical. Hmm. But ethanol, which is the basis of all of our great liquor, um, you know, all of our whiskeys and vodka, et cetera, ethanol is also effective as a sanitizer. And so there is a World Health Organization recipe that calls for uh, mainly ethanol and then some hydrogen peroxide and some propylene glycol. Um, and you put that in, and the result is a, a, a runnier, more watery substance. Than um you're used to with the gels yeah but my conversations with the first responders is that they actually like it because they feel that the the watery stuff gets in the cracks and the stuff in the cuticles better than the gel stuff so um the yeah thing is is that you know, this is really good so so you know it's science that's, that's what it comes back down to with the fda and all of that it's like you know this isn't something that you're going to be ingesting and needs chemical trials. We Human beings have been dealing with ethanol for, for literally thousands of years. We understand it, and so, uh, you know, it, it just get out of the way and let some people make some stuff that, that is going to help stop the spread of this thing.
0: Well, um, the the thing about the, the gels, too, I feel like sometimes is, for me, my experience is always it's like you can— you can get too much and then your hands almost feel like there's, it's almost like your hands are sticky. So they're going to pick up, a, you know, like,
1: but, <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah I mean, sense. they leave like if you, if you wash them afterwards, like a couple minutes, you can feel like this residue that's still there. And you're like, Oh man, that's, that stuff's like kind of, I don't know. So that's amazing that y'all are doing that and you are able to do it so quickly. And there's a great example of the creativity and nimbleness of a small business that, has regulatory burdens eliminated you know maybe not officially but uh, (laughs) but it's amazing what y'all are able to do and then the other thing that you told me which is just fascinating i want to hear more about is the uh when you started top of the hill uh was it 25 years ago you had a founders club and now you've reinstituted that that's
1: right um so Basically, you know, when I was trying to start Top of the Hill, back in, I I came up with the idea in 94, and it really heated up in 95. My landlord uh, was not interested in giving me the space unless I could prove to him it was going to be successful. And so, you know, how do you do that? I I took him to restaurants and all that. He was unhappy with that. He said, no, I want you to prove to me it's going to be successful here. And frankly, I think it was his way of, you know, trying to show me the door. But I came up with the um, Founders Club, and I said to people, give me between a hundred and $1,000. I'll give you twice that amount of money in restaurant credit. I'll put your name on the wall, and I'll give you a T-shirt. And so I ran that for about six months, and I raised about $75,000. And, uh, you know, that turned out to be a, a significant source of funds. That was never the, the, the point of it, but it was a significant source of funds. But over the years, over the last 25 years now, we opened in 96, uh, so I guess the last 24 years, um, people have asked, well, how can I get my name on the wall? And we realized in light of, you know, we're trying to cover our, our staff's uh, uh, health insurance. Um, uh, you know, we had to lay almost everybody off. Um, well, we laid, we furloughed everybody, and then we're bringing back a couple of folks on half pay. But um, we're trying to cover everybody's health insurance, you know. It, all your listeners of your podcast are going to be painfully aware of what I'm talking about. Um, so I realized it was time to redo Founders Club uh, 2.0 and give people a chance to get on the, um, on the wall and all of that. So I, I redid the deal um, and uh, said, give me between $100,000 and $1,000. i will give you twice the amount. I'll put your name on the wall. And I'll give you a free beer every Carolina home game, regardless of any sport, if you come up and say you're here for the game. And so, um, uh, and that's for life. So I'm thinking it's a pretty cool promotion because, um, people are signing up for it. And, uh, it took me six months to raise 75 grand. It's only take me three and a half days to do that now. Holy um, cow. And, yeah. My, my goal is to raise $400,000. Now, you know, admittedly, um, you know, given three beers during Carolina home games and all that stuff, uh, you know, has a lot of interest to folks, but but I hope to be able to use this money in terms of keeping my team intact as we weather, you know, the unknown waters that are in front of us.
0: Scott, man, golly, you have always, always just blown me away with how quick your mind works, how creative you are, how you just—I mean—you are a full-on, true entrepreneur. I can't believe you went to you went to law school. Like, wow, because you are.
1: I went to law school to be a small business person. I left the army with the firm conviction never let somebody stupider than me. Yeah,
0: that's why me. you. Did. Okay, that's right. Because you weren't going to be a lawyer. That's right. I forgot about that. Because you're. I mean, you are a full-on born entrepreneur. It's very clear. And these are just two incredibly creative ideas that you're you're navigating while also navigating this uncertain pandemic and being forced to close or you know mostly close except for takeout and. Dealing with all this, you know, legislation going through and everything else, man. I think that's phenomenal. Well, then, where to? You know, anybody listening, um, do they they go to your website, right? To to if they want to be in the Founders Club, yeah. so the next time they're in Chapel Hill, yeah, yeah just
1: go to um, go to um, thetopofthehill dot com slash shop slash Founders Club, or just go online. You'll be able to navigate it to it, um, and they can do it. Um, You know, but I will tell you this: that to be fair, I I think the reason why I was able to whip out Founders Club 2.0 so fast it was something that my, you know, that Guy Murphy, my right-hand man, and I had been talking about for a year or two, anyways. Yeah. And of course, we'd already done it one time. Yeah. Um, And not to sound like a, a, uh, you know, I'm promoting a product, but you know, we just switched over to Toast POS system and. we realized that they have some capabilities that would allow us to, to implement this in a very slick way. Yeah. And so, uh, you know, it was something that was kind of cooking on the books, and and us thinking about doing deploying this next year for our 25th anniversary. We thought, well, you know what? Now's the time. Let's let's fire this thing up. I'll tell you what. This is the craziest part to me about the whole story. I was just trying to put functionality on the website that would support somebody signing up for the founders club. And I thought I'd put it together correctly. And so I wanted to make it live just to see if it really worked. And so I made it live and before I could, um, actually do it myself, somebody bought one. It turns out it was a buddy of mine from law school that was trying to buy a gift certificate to support me and he <laughs> found the founders club signed up before I did. And I was like, Holy smokes. And it just went viral from there, man. And so it's been crazy. So, uh, you know, sometimes you get lucky, but, but you know, it's great because it's helping me with the short term. But I will tell you that I also feel like, you know, the, the silver lining of this whole COVID thing is, it is a chance for us to re-engage as communities. And, um, you know, uh, you know, and I'm guilty of this too. You, you create things and then maybe you kind of forget what the heart of it all really was. Or maybe you get all too busy just to mm-hmm. realize that it's about friendships and relationships and, and all of these things. And, and uh, you know, in some way, if we survive and, and if we reopen again, I hope that I've learned my lesson. and I don't take those relationships and friendships. Uh, you, know, you know, I don't think I ever took them for granted, but I, I just, you know, you get bogged down with the troubles yes. of every day. And I'm hoping this is a reset for us and we can re- remember to be thankful for what we have.
0: Oh, dude, I could not agree more. We My wife and I were just talking about that. Um, yesterday, that you know, we're like, man, think, I think, just all of us are probably going to have a, month, a,
1: a, a a month ago. What what was the crap a month and a half ago? What were we worried about?
0: Yeah, I can exactly. I can't Things are going to probably. It's forcing us to slow down and probably live a little bit simpler. And 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 amen for that. And look, I mean, while it's there's this duality where independent restaurants got hit hard, and y'all don't have the you know, you don't have the scale and and all the all the benefits that you might have as a chain, and you know, the of course some of the chains are, are going to probably have a hard time with this too. But nevertheless, I mean, you're 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 on low margins and getting ready to go into busy season, and now you're forced to shut down, and it you know it's uh while you've been hit as hard as anybody, um, the flip side of that coin is because people are doing exactly what you just articulated i think that independent restaurants when this all settles and the you know people move on that's people are remembering now like god damn i don't want my my favorite restaurant i don't want top of the hill to close what can i do you know how can i help and they go buy a founder's club or they order takeout or they you know whatever they do people are supporting people all over the country i mean there's you know I don't know. If, I think I sent you and Brett this the other day. Marijuana over there in, in uh, Asheville, Chippaoni's auctioning off stuff. I mean, there's all these really cool, creative ideas that are coming out of this. That a lot of them will endure, um, but but certainly they're reminding us all how much we love independent restaurants and we love gosh, we love being around our friends. I mean, I haven't, you know, I've been drinking beer with buddies over Zoom. I mean, like, you know, I haven't seen anybody in forever. Like, So, just to be able to go out to a local place, it's a local business, whether it's a restaurant or a retailer and congregate and hang out and we, you know, in y'all's case, it's the warm genuine local hospitality. You know, every dollar you spend at a local restaurant is going back into the local economy. There's just a, a million reasons that the industry as a whole, while it's it, you know, it's a tough pit, tough bit here it's hopefully we'll come back stronger and wiser and better and, and like you said you know we were kind of get back to the core and the essence of what we do and why we do it in the first place right no
1: that's right and uh you know i well i don't know are you familiar have you heard about
0: the carborough united effort nope what's that
1: so um restaurants in carborough which is uh for those of you that don't know chapel hill is right next to carborough um it's almost like we're the same town but we're not yeah um and um anyway some restaurants in carborough like Acme and glass half full and they, they were able to put something together where they're doing family meals drive-through um three times a week so people place their orders and then uh, they have a refrigerated truck from u.s foods people come up and it's just curbside hey here's your family dinner for four boom taking it off and, and i'm and i've heard of similar efforts around the country but the point is is that um you know, the innovation and in, and in, you know just daring that that everybody has been doing has been great and, it, and it's good to see and, it, and it's ultimately why we're going to get through all of this because uh we are going to get through all of this i just guarantee you it's just there's just no way we're not going to not get through it and and uh uh you know it's um i don't know it's an amazing time i mean it would be interesting it'll, I, I keep thinking about sitting around having a beer laugh with my friends 20 years from now talking about going through COVID, you know? Yeah. Um, It's going to be like going through the Great Depression or something like that. So, anyway, it's been, um, it's a joy. It's a joy to see the connections that independent restaurants have with the community. Uh, I've been brought to tears numerous times, Um, you know? And then it's weird, like the guy that's, so so check this out. We're we're going to, well, today we gave uh, hand sanitizer to Nashville, Tennessee, uh, because Nashville, Tennessee got destroyed by the,
0: the, oh yeah right ago, right and so anyways so a guy
1: who had his wedding rehearsal in our event space at top of the hill the great room in 18 works for axon which is the company that that provides all the body cameras for all the police and so they are helping us distribute um um you know sanitizer to first responders in need and then they're buying a bunch of sanitizer to us that they're going to distribute. Under their labeled brand, just to, to help you know reinforce as a, as a nice thing to do from their company. So, but you know, all of this starts off because the guy was a customer of ours and ended up getting having his wedding rehearsal with us, you know. And so, it's kind of weird to see all the combinations of relationships that get built. Oh, it's amazing,
0: man. That's amazing. Well, my friend, I won't keep you because I know you got a million things going on, but I appreciate this. I know everybody listening will appreciate this. You're always just a source of optimism and creativity and just just strong energy man strong positive energy got a great force of personality it always comes across scott it always gets me energized so um i appreciate it very much and uh we're we're thankful to serve folks like you as you know and um even you know even more so right now
1: yeah man well hey i appreciate uh everything you're doing for us and for the community and always have and and uh it's nice to have uh you know i don't know how many folks are going to listen to this but uh, again stick together and and uh you know top of the hill um the top of the uh, you know my name's scott maitland reach out to me if i can help in any way
0: yeah, maybe. Yeah, you might get some calls about some sanitizer. Well, look, people are. Uh, the good thing is, man, people are listening more and more. I mean, obviously, they got more time to listen to podcasts right now, but I think a lot of people want to know what's happening with independent restaurants. And we actually, I just saw today, uh, we, for iTunes uh, under the category of entrepreneurship, I think yesterday, for the first time ever, we broke into the top 100 podcasts under entrepreneurship. Oh, wow. So, yeah. Wow. Uh, so, fantastic yeah 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 i mean this little we're doing this series now called onward and i'm just i, I took that uh he knows it i, I took the word from john Sealbinder over ever in riley uh because that's the sort of the rebranding he's done for his whole group and john's been through a lot with his business the last few years but i love that word so much because that's exactly what you're doing like we can't control what's happened there's nothing we can do about all this you know be, be government's making shut ch- all we can do is just go move onward and there you are coming up with you know this amazing um product for first responders and people in need uh with the distillery and uh, and revitalizing the founders program and all those folks are just gonna you know they're they've got skin in the game right now and they're and you know they're what a loyal following you've already had a loyal quality and they'll just double down on the loyalty to the top of the hill now so i i tip my hat man love it great idea um, and appreciate well, babe, it very brother. much. I appreciate it. Yeah. Hey, will you do me a favor when you have a chance? Yeah. So, every one of these I'm doing now, I'm sticking the person's like a selfie up of the interviewee uh, on Instagram. So, if you have a chance, toss me a selfie, text me one, or uh, and if you happen to have any schedule fly gear around, throw it on. If not, it's fine, of course. But, uh, yeah.
1: actually, I got, I got an old trigger head, man. Yeah, I can do that. Boom. I'll fire it
0: up. You the man. Appreciate it. All, All right. right. See you, Scott. Thanks, right, man. See you.
1: Thank you, man. Bye-bye. Bye.